<clears throat> Yo, what's good, family? We back like we never left. Thank you for stepping into the coach's box. I'm Coach JP3, joined by Coach K, Coach Pace, and Coach Murph. We got playoff atmosphere high in the NBA, but of course it always comes with some drama, right? It wouldn't be the NBA if it didn't come with some drama. So we're going to unpack all that for you, and then we're going to talk a little NFL moves being made, comments being made, out of pocket or not by Ben Roethlisberger. We don't know. We'll talk about it today. And then, of course, we're going to wrap up the show with how you should spend your money this weekend. So first, one of our favorite players on this show is none other than Rudy Gobert. And uh, <laughs> what I, I use the term favorite very loosely. Uh, so Rudy Gobert out here in these streets, they done traded the whole team to get Rudy Gobert. Then Cat ends, ends up for like the whole most of the season, he ends up out. Then people coming at Rudy. Anderson comes at Rudy. Rudy, go ahead and give him, give him a little, little, little like push slash punch because it didn't get really fully extended into it. He didn't get the weight behind it. But then they sent him home middle of the game. And then now you got Minnesota playing a playing game against the Lakers without him. They lose that game and now are fighting for their lives. So it kind of lends us ourselves to asking a question was this all worth it for rudy gobert to that what do y'all say coaches hell no nah. <laughs> <laughs> listen it the trade didn't make sense off rip i i don't agree with the suspension just off the what i said <laughs> the suspension was just as soft as his punch like you could let that slide. Yeah. Like, listen, bro, it's not some regular season game in the middle of the season. Like we're talking about in our playoff lives. You know, we can make the playoffs right here. This is no time to do a, a suspension, especially losing Jaden McDaniels on top of that. We need our defenders. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this was the worst way to try to prove a point by the front office. Just let that go. And then trade Kyle Anderson in the offseason. <laughs> and give the minutes to to McDaniels. Like, Rudy's career is done after, after this contract. <laughs> Nobody's going to want him. Man. Yo, I just want to say, man, your, your boy Tyler Hero just airballed a three. <laughs> playing hero ball out here bro it, it happens to the best of us man <laughs> man all I have to say about Rudy uh, Gobert go back to France I don't want to see you here. I don't want to see you on my TV. I don't want to see you show up on my YouTube feed. I'm sick of this man. As far as I'm concerned, they should have they should have did more than suspended him. They should have expelled him from the league. Get him up out of here. I can't stand him at all. Um, as far as like the punch goes, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I thought it was hilarious. I mean, the fact that this team went from I mean that this team has so much potential, and they traded it all away just for a <laughs> for a, 
for a first round uh play in tournament exit because I don't <laughs> I think there's I think they're gonna lose. No, what they did was they didn't make the trade. They didn't make the right trade. They should have moved Cat. <laughs> Somehow I knew he was gonna bring this back. Look, <laughs> man, all I'm going to say is you you traded you traded away. I mean, they traded away Kessler, and he's putting up about the same. You're getting the, the same amount of production that you that you probably would be getting with Gobert. And that's that's enough for me to like realize like y'all y'all effed up when you made the trade anyways. Gobert is is not is not a proven player in in any at least to me he's not a proven player. He sucks in the playoffs when you actually need him to play well. Uh, a three a three time defensive MVP, which I feel like that's that's an outlier. We can definitely I we can definitely say that. And um, for me, like. Skill set wise, he's just not he's just not he's not one of the more talented bigs that you would see in the league. So and they traded away their future for for this. But I don't know. Uh F Minnesota. I hate that team anyways. The only team, the only person I like on that team is Anthony Edwards and uh Mike Conley. Everybody else can pretty much I don't know, piss off as far as I'm concerned. And I do find it funny that uh, <laughs> that um, Kyle. I mean, Anderson is a is a, Gobert got Gobert got suspended, <laughs> and Anderson nothing happened to him, and he's a worse player. So as far as I'm concerned, F Minnesota. That's all I got to say. Yeah, a lot on your chest, Coach. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say he had came off so hurtful. I've been waiting for this. I ain't seen you this mad since Dallas lost. <laughs> oh man, look, hey, you'll see me even even more mad if Chicago wins this game. How are you rooting against your own team, bro? Because man, I'm I'm sick of the I'm sick of I'm sick of the circus show. <laughs> I hate Patrick Beverly, bro. What? What? I can't stand him. Pat Bev ain't did nothing to you, but it's okay, man. Listen, but take out hey. the playoffs. He didn't take no dent, man. <laughs> put y'all in control. Hey, look, look at him. Hey, he ain't got nothing to say because last year they wasn't in the playoffs. Look at him this year. We're in the playoffs. Yeah, they were. They they no, just got, got bounced, bounced real out quick. We were oh, damn. We I don't even remember y'all in the playoff. That's how quick that yeah, was. No, we mean. got bounced out. We I don't even yeah, know the game against uh Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. No wonder I don't remember. Yeah. I knew they had a I knew Milwaukee had a practice run, but I forgot it was y'all. I know. I remember uh, I remember it very well, actually. For real? Damn, I don't remember none of that series. It was sad. You know, yeah, it's gonna be a repeat if they make it back again. Like I just I don't want it to happen. I understand that. That's why. It's just funny. Go ahead, Coach Pace. Anything on the Rudy Gobert situation in the Timberwolves? Nah, man. Uh, I'm glad Minnesota after that day future. That's all I can really say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's really all I can say. I'm glad they after up their future for that guy. Hey, like Shaq said, you want to know how to make $250 Average nine. No, 12, nine, and get two blocks. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, who do that? Rudy Gobert do it all the time. He got 250 million. That's all the bigs need to know how to do nowadays. Yeah. It just goes to show you how, like, 
analytics can really help someone's career trajectory, like a marginal player, make them look really good because they're depending on all these data folks to give them like, oh, look at all this. Look at the efficiency we can use on the floor. Look at the way he changes the game when he's on the floor. And I think there is some credence to that. But for him for him to get three defensive player of the year, whatever, I think that's a little much. I don't think – I don't think it's good. And, and, and that contract. But I told – like I told you all in the group chat, I think Minnesota is the funniest team in the NBA, like hands down. Like I find them very amusing. Because you think about you think about the year. This time last year, what was going on? Patrick Beverly was standing on the stanchion and they were like hugging each other, throwing their jerseys like they just won a championship, but they won the playing game. Right? That that's how low the bar was set there. Then they go in, they get a game on on Memphis, and you got Car Anthony Towns like you know, and, and talking like that. And then they get bounced and they go home. <laughs> then they come in, they trade the far for Rudy Gobert. Then Cat gets injured for most of the season. And then they get to another playing situation right beforehand. Then the punch happens. Now they send Rudy home. Then McDaniels punches the wall out of frustration, breaks his hand. He's out for the rest of the season. And then you got this playing game. And they act in a fool. And I think they're absolutely hilarious. It's sad, but it's hilarious. It's entertainment for me. Man. Yo, Kyle Lowry has effed up Miami, bro. Really? He did? No, I know. Don't get Keith started. He gave y'all false hope. That's oh, what he hey, did. Man, this, he gave y'all false hope for one day. This is not He gave y'all false hope. You had 33 yesterday and a loss. <laughs> He's the only reason why the game was close, though. Hey, guess He's what? And they lost. Mm-hmm. How are we blaming Cal Lari when Hero, who's paid to be a scorer, is out here being trash? Ooh, Pat, Ry- <laughs> Pat Riley got CTE. Pat Riley shouldn't be on nobody's board right now. Ain't he like 85? <laughs> he probably got demons right now. They, they just need to go ahead and put Udonis Haslam in the front. That's exactly what I was about to say, bro. Just put UD in there, man. Yeah. My boy Jimmy out there just tired, man. I would be too, man, if I was dealing with Kyle Lowry. But we ain't talking about that right now. Listen. Oh, it, it's not Jimmy's fault he's dealing with a loser. Bro, Bam is one for nine. Bam. Who? <laughs> You talking that you talking about the watered down cat? Because that's what he played like. Mm. Yeah, I said it. He with played no like a watered outside. down cat. With no outside shot. Man, y'all, y'all going in today. I'm loving this. So I think y'all like this next topic. So we you briefly brought it up uh, about Damian Lillard uh in our group chat. Uh, but the reason why I put this on here is because he was on Stephen A's world. Um during that, um, it was like the Chicago play-in game. And, um, you know, Dane Lillard is very, like, kind of, like, he's not going to say something straight out. He's going to be honest, but he's not going to say it in a way that will offend people. But basically what he told Stephen A. Smith is that he's at a point in his career with Portland that he's not trying to be part of a rebuild. He's not trying to say – hey, all right, let's try this and try that as the organization has done in the last handful of years. He wants to win now, and he wants to be a part of a franchise that's going to equip 
him with win now capabilities. And so he said, and he was trying to be diplomatic about it because what he said was, well, it's, it'll be a, if this doesn't happen, it'll be a crossroads for both of us, right? Because the organization may want to go younger if they're going to rebuild and then try this thing over again. And then I'm going to want to be part of a more established organization. So we're both going to have to cross that waters at some point. Uh, but he, yeah, so that's basically what he said diplomatically. So your thoughts on that? What do you think about Damian Lillard's situation with the Blazers, Coach Pace? Since he's my favorite player to watch in the NBA, I will start it off and say we got to realize when he was talking <clears throat> beforehand, he was getting paid 50 million, 60 million a year. Okay. I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth if a team want to be stupid enough to give me 50 to 60 million a year. All that running from the grind BS would like nobody. I don't like now looking back at it. That was just, uh, that was just hoopla. My man had 50 to 60 mil just sitting in his pocket just because he was playing. So I wouldn't turn that down. But now he got to get up out of there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about time. You did all you could. You're the all-time leading scorer, I think, in Blazers history. It's it's time mm-hmm. to get up out of there. Like, I don't I don't know what the organization trying to do, like, keep him around, like, for what? Because y'all not about to get no better. Y'all going to be, like, 41 team, 45 win team, and yet, you know, either play in or play, all, uh, play in, or you're going to be out of the playoffs like you normally are. Like, bro, just get younger, rebuild, and go about it that way. There it is. Any other thoughts on Damian Lillard's situation? Listen, I think it's as simple as this. Dame wants to go. He just doesn't want to be the reason why he leaves. Mm. That's all it is. So just so that when he is traded or if he's traded, they can he can be like, oh, you know, I never wanted to leave, but, you know, they traded me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, hey, I want out. Because then it comes across different to, like, the fans. But now mm-hmm. with the organization, they're putting a predicament of, like, yeah, we're a mediocre team and we want to do a rebuild, but it's nice to do a rebuild with a superstar on your team. Because, one, he sells tickets. And, two, you can somewhat compete every year. So if they do trade him and you don't have anybody to, like, step in that limelight, you lose ticket sales, and then also you looked at the oh man, why y'all trade Dame? Now we're not going to be good for like the next ten years. I mean, y'all wasn't good the last like three, but we ain't going to talk about that. As soon as they, yeah, but, I don't understand. As soon as they got rid of CJ, they franchise went completely, utterly downhill. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like they were never good, but you were never good with the Dame. Now you're going to be never good with nobody. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they went to the Western Conference Finals, like, well, it was a while ago, but they were still decent. I don't, I just, I don't understand why they ship CJ out for nothing, basically. They, they ain't get nothing for CJ. Uh, I think he should just go ahead and pair up with Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. That's what I want to see. They will make an excellent. Uh, duo there in Philly. Nah, in the they Miami. Got, they got to max out Max. Uh, they're about to max. Uh, give Maxi to Max. So that's that might be dead. Send him to Miami. Miami. I see a trade package for that. That would make the most sense. 
So you if y'all get it, so if y'all get a beat. Uh, they said Duncan Hero. Um, I think one other player and like two first rounders. Yeah, and I believe you can. Uh, the, with getting Duncan, that's an expiring deal, I believe. If they pull that off, so you can. That's like thirty million. That's about to drop off the books. Mm. I, I would also like to see that 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 doesn't because I think he can get really far, especially in the East. If he, uh, him and Jimmy Butler, bro, that'd be nice. Jimmy may not know what to do with himself. He's like, oh man, I actually got someone that can ball out of here. Now he that boy about to now he about to he start doing literally everything else. He's about to his points per game is about to drop to like seventeen. Yeah. Man, what? I was thinking more like 14. 14, 8, and 7. Right where he want to be. <laughs> nah, because, you know, he, he, he'll put them <laughs> he'll, he'll put them points up in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, what part of the fourth? Because you know they're going to have to figure that out. It's going to be well, Dame. With, with the Dame, yeah. With the Dame, he won't even really be having the fourth anymore. Yeah. Jimmy that would be interesting how they will run. I know Jimmy will be passive and be like, oh, no, you can do the offense and I'll just really lock down on defense. But sometimes it's like, nah, Jimmy, you got to go in there. Yeah. Yeah, you got to shoot Jimmy. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Chicago could put something together to get Dame. Miss, Let's not put this out of the realm of possibilities. All right. Oh I am. I am. I'm putting out the realm of possibilities. Bro, it's gonna. It's gonna be Zach Levine. That's what it's gonna be. It's not gonna <laughs> be no like y'all send them everything else. Like, oh, we'll send you Kobe White, Patrick Williams, a couple draft picks. Like, nah, it's gonna be like give us Zach because y'all don't have the contract. Yeah, they're about to send over Zach Levine, Pat Bev, and a first rounder. <laughs> you end up in the same situation you are. Man, I, bro. I would, I, would send a, I would send a bunch of draft picks because we haven't been able to do anything through, through the draft. Y'all don't have many draft picks anyway. <laughs> y'all gave that up when y'all got DeMar. I'm about to say, y'all about to, y'all about to end and up like Lonzo. the Rams. I'm about to end up like the Rams. No first rounders till 2020, 2030. They went, they went, they went all in just to be mediocre. Imagine being all in. Dang, that's crazy. I went all in to be a first round exit. That's nuts. Boy, oh boy, it's better better than going all going out in the in the uh, playing tournament. At least we ain't. That's all the same at that point. Y'all just got they just got a week start, week or two early start. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's all right. They can just make get our reservations at the in Cancun. I'm cool with that. It it's just funny that when teams that have so much dysfunction have good players, and then those players move on and do really well somewhere else, aka Lori Marketing. I'm about to say the Cowboys, but never mind. Well, I, I this isn't on the docket, bro. What's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you brought it up. You know what I'm saying? We just going off your energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still can't. That is, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what is on our docket is Coach Pace put this interesting thing in, in our chat, and Shannon Sharp said it earlier on Disputed, um, talking about Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul, that Russ 
actually has the better career over the two. So we all know Chris Paul, highly regarded, one of the best point guards. Uh, so he's in some, time, some people's top five of all time, a lot of people's top five of all time. But Shannon Sharp saying Russ has the better career. What do y'all think about that? You think he out of pocket or you think there's something to it? I don't think that's um, – I actually don't really think that's too out of pocket because – when you look at it, Russ has done more with less than, you know, Chris Paul has done with more. I mean, I go back to the to the Clippers days. Like, they, they should have at least been to one, like, NBA Finals. They couldn't even get that done. So, that's that's how I look at things, too. I mean, and plus, like, he's got a – I mean, he has a – he's had an MVP. Um, I mean, he's at least been to the Finals – I mean, granted, he did have, you know, uh, KD and, I mean, James Harden wasn't, hadn't come into his own yet, but mm, that's how I see it. So I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's out of pocket at all. I don't think it's out of pocket, but just a different reason. I think that, you know, Russ has the better career, but, CP3 is the better NBA player because um, you could pretty much put him in any – like put him on any team and there's going to be success there. And you get that in Russ, but there's a cap on that. Like, yeah, he made it to the finals one year, but outside of that, all of those been first-round exits without uh, KD. <laughs> so – Russ is just good, but he doesn't have that ability to really make other people better like CP3 can. Uh, I'm going to just say Doc Rivers said it best. Uh, we don't we have to talk about this at some point because he's nasty for, for making that comment. But he said those uh, Clippers teams were never really going to win the finals because they weren't really connected. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> Who's for like we gotta listen? You all over here talking about something that was like eight years ago, but you over here blaming everybody else but yourself. But that's another story. I just look at CP3 and be like, all right, we know what Russ is. And I look at CP3 as okay, if you the better player, why are you giving up so many three for one leads? Like, I have a legit problem with that because as great as he is in a regular season. We got to discount the postseason because there's no way with some of the teams CP3 has led and as good as they have been, because all his teams probably were better than Russ by far. You should have a at least one championship. At least was, one. Yeah, but the thing about the 3-1 lead thing is just like, okay, oh, this guy blows so many 3-1 leads, and it's like, well, this guy always loses in five. Like, I'm going to take the guy that gets me to the brink of success because I'm just going to assume that one of these days he's going to get over that hump and get that game seven instead of having this other guy that's always getting bounced in four or five. I would assume that, too, if it actually happened. <laughs> what are you talking would, about? Russ always gets bounced early. No, he I'm saying I would assume he's eventually going to get over the hump. The problem oh. is, has it happened? That's the problem. I can't base it off what it could be. I could only say, like, my uh, dog, you got 3-1. I 
I need you to get one more game, and you can't do it. I don't know. And, and Russ can't get six wins or get to game six. Or I mean, you're right. But it ends up being the same thing as them both losing. I feel like even with Russ, you're going to know you know what you're going to get. And, uh, I mean, granted, like, you'll get 100%. And I don't know. Like, I still go back to that, that Suns, the Suns-Bucks final series. I've never – like, uh, Chris Paul falling apart in, like, those last few games. Like, I've never – that's probably, for me, at least, like, top, top five, like, you know, uh, NBA, NBA star caliber players just, like, just collapsing, like, all time. Like, I mean, all the, the turnovers is not showing up not being able to score and like just um just all the um just stupid stupid passes too. Like I can't I still can't get past that. And you know, you're supposed to be the point guy. The the best point guard, like one of the top point guards of all time in the NBA. And you know, you've been you've been fighting and clawing to get to this to and that's supposed to be your time. And that's and that's and that's how you show up in the NBA Finals. Man, ain't never been the one. You get there and then you fall apart like that. Like that's crazy. Yeah, but he's old, bro. Like he had oh, so many. In, he's had so many that. injuries up to that point. Like y'all acting like he. No, everybody knows that LeBron is a special case. Like CP3 has been getting injured throughout his career, especially these last few years. Because he's old, oh, his body isn't built like that. So, yeah, his body is just breaking down progressively worse than, of course, a guy like LeBron. But you saw that coming. The Western – but when they was playing against the Clippers, like, he he had, he had like, one of the most perfect games you could even – you could ever have. And that was the closeout game against the Clippers. You ever get up and your back hurt? And then there's other days that you get up and it don't. You have good days, you have bad days when you get old. Man. <laughs> like, what the, like I, I don't think I, I can explain I it any better that. than that. I can't ex- I can't accept that for Chris Paul. I can't accept that. Oh, my God. Man, you really can't. Because if that's the case, we could be like, you know what? Hey, man, listen, I guess KD, uh, that one series, or James Harden, that one series, he just, hey, man, it was a bad week for him, you know? It just be like that. Which, I'm, I mean, hey, it is what it is, but, like, he was good enough to get there. You got to be able to – that's how really? I look at it. You good enough to get His there. His body was breaking down along the way. He was having neck injuries all the way up until the finals, and it just – Went Man. over the hump in the finals. It's not like he was healthy. Then the finals came. And he's like, "Oh, I got hurt." Giannis was hurt like for the first like what? Bro, you're over here naming people that's built like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm like just, they were I, like crap. Like come on, bro. You said crafted in the laboratory. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, nah, these, these are like name, at least name method. somebody that's durable that's like his size and his age. You'll be here. Giannis is 28, built like a Greek god, and you got LeBron built like he was made in some type of some type of lab. Hmm. Ooh, I'm just comparison. Now you got me thinking, what would be like See, that's what I'm saying? So, like, when you consider his age, and then he's been having knickknack injuries, like when that. 
finals come, his body was bound to break down. And you saw that in his play by the game. So, so are you giving him a pass for the finals performance? I'm not giving him no damn pass. No, he, he was bad and he was like, it. yes, it was his fault why they lost. But also I understand that his body was just breaking down. Like, I can't let y'all be like, oh, well, I feel like y'all putting too much on him for the finals. Like, the guy was hurt. If he doesn't play, if he doesn't play, it's, oh, y'all should have, oh, y'all should have just said, oh, why did he sit out? Like, you're in the finals. You just got to play through it. He plays through it, and it's like, oh, well, you still got to just, it's his fault. Like, yeah, partially. But the man was beat up. Hmm. He was catapulting shots. <laughs> <laughs> like, his, his shoulder was done. Oh, man. I'm going to give this some thought. I'm going to give this some thought off air, and I'm going to text y'all if I come up with any more. Hey, Demar, um, about that Luca, that Luca loss. Mm. That was I ain't gonna lie to you, get blown out by 40, 45 in your house. Hey. Yeah, that was bad. That, that, that's a bad, that's a bad look. And yeah, that's that's on him. He was healthy, he played. That's just Dang. an unacceptable loss. But yeah, but oh also God. it's Luca. It's it's not like it's Brooklyn Nets right now. Then beat him by 40. <laughs> like, we're talking about one of the best players in the world. Uh, um, well, fellas, we're going we gonna to move on to the NBA playoff match. But for those out there that are listening, going to be listening to this tomorrow, go ahead and uh, send us your thoughts, C-Box Podcast. Go ahead and just DM us your thoughts. Who has, who has better career, right, as we stand right now, Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul? And if you got to defend one, go ahead and defend one. We love to hear your arguments. All right. So we're gonna move to the to the playoff brackets here. So by the time y'all hear this out here, out there, the the matchups will be decided. So we're gonna give you both sides here, depending on who wins. So we'll start with um, the Thunder and and Timberwolves. So the winner of that game is going to be playing Denver in the first round. So. Um, how do y'all got it if Denver plays the Timberwolves? Who do you got winning that series? Okay, I know that's that's probably a, a easy question, but still. So we I, all pick Denver. What's the are we going four or five collectively? I'm going four. What four? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going. I'm going four, and I'm also saying Gobert and Rudy's still suspended, sitting at home. He's probably so, I, right. <laughs> interesting enough. <clears throat> I actually picked T Wolves in six against Denver if they make it. Uh, what? <laughs> what say what? Man, I, I, you know, we're doing reverse psychology. That's what it not, is. Oh, oh, yo, say, no, I say it again. Jokic, Jokic is hurt. And the like the Denver team is just they're just one of those teams that I just don't believe in. Like, I don't know. And they, they always find a way to blow it. And yes, this is, you know, uh, an eighth, like a one eight seed matchup, but I feel like they, they match up pretty well with them. 
So we got we got two votes for Denver and one vote for Minnesota. All right. So yeah, we, but uh, we're gonna yeah, go on the yeah. flip side. Let's just say OKC wins. Who y'all got in that series against them? Denver and six. They don't have a big. I'm about to say Denver and six. Denver and five. There it is. Now we're gonna switch to the East real quick since we're talking about play playing results here. So depending on who wins between Miami and Chicago, it's going to play Milwaukee in the first round. So if, if Chicago wins, Coach K, who you got winning uh, against Milwaukee? Bucks and four. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to give your team one game? No. <laughs> give nothing. Okay. Oh, damn. Hmm. That's crazy. Uh, I if it's if it's the Bulls, I I got I got Bulls in five. I got Heat. Uh, or sorry, uh, I got Bucks in five against the Bulls, and uh, Bucks in six against the Heat. I say Bucks in four, no matter who they play. Now you better put some respect on Jimmy's name, boy. Jimmy gonna get twenty. He's just gonna be in the losing effort because all the rest of his team is trash. Yeah, Bucks, Bucks and four. But the last game will be uh, it'll go into overtime. Wow. What you got, Coach? Ray? I got Bucks and five against the Heat. But if it's against, uh, actually, I got Bucks and five against both. Okay. Bucks and five against both. All right. So we're going to flip back over to the West here. We got the four or five matchup. A lot of people are excited to see. We would be more excited if Paul George was playing. Uh, but Suns versus Clippers, who y'all got in that one? I'm going to give it to the Suns and six. Yeah. Uh, Suns and six. Is KD healthy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Suns and Six. Give me, yeah, mm, all that. It's just not having Paul George is a heat. Like, they, the Clippers got the depth, but you're going to have to put a lot of pressure on your bench to pretty much make up for when their starters are sitting out. Yeah. Okay. And so now let's go to another exciting four or five matchup on the east side. Cavs versus Knicks. Who y'all got in that one? Cavs and seven. Cavs and six. Yeah, Cavs and six. I'm sure. And I'm only saying seven because I like Jay. I really like Jalen Brunson. Yeah, but you got Julius Randle. He'd be tripping. I can't stand Julius Randle. (laughs) What? Why y'all can't stand Randle? No, I don't. I didn't say I don't. I can't stand him. I just say he be tripping sometimes. Good on I can't even argue with that. He do be tripping sometimes. And I, and you know what people been talking about that this series is going to be really big for R.J. Barrett because he's the reason why they didn't pull off that Donovan Mitchell deal because they decided to keep him instead in the deal. Yeah, hopefully they don't Smokey the Bear this. So if R.J. Barrett is out there being trash, they're going to look at him like, we could have had Donovan Mitchell. (laughs) You got to ship him out after that. Yeah, you got to go after that. I'd have been thinking that anyway. (laughs) So this this is 
probably my favorite series that's going to be going on in this first round is Kings versus Warriors. What y'all think about that one? Kings and seven. I'm about to say Kings and seven. AD going to get hurt in game five or six. Uh, Warriors and hold up, is it you said Kings and Warriors? Kings yeah, and Warriors. Kings Warriors. I'm tripping. Yeah, Warriors. Kings and seven. Uh, Warriors and seven. Just I don't want to see. I don't want to see Stephen Clay get bounced in the first round. I do. I'm trying <laughs> to see the Sacramento team, boy. That yeah. doesn't get a lot of air time, so I think they're going to get a lot of respect in the series because when I have been able to see them, man, they are exciting to watch. Mike Brown knows the Warriors intimately. Coach of the year. Coach hey, Clay, but I mean, De'Aaron about to cook the mess out of Clay all series. Think I'm playing. Bro, oh, he my God. To, Clay wish he retired and had good knees. Oh man! But Andrew Wiggins is back for Golden State, though. So that that's oh he is. Yeah. No, but they're they're playing him like, but they're easing him back. Like I don't, they're like I don't understand. Like he's been gone for personal reasons. Like it's not like he's coming off a an injury or something. Yeah, he probably ain't in game shape though. So I don't know why. Yeah, like I know it's a difference, but like. Bro, this is the playoffs. Easing them in and having them play select roles. You gonna have him um, hold up his first game back? You gonna have him running after De'Aaron? Good luck. Mm-hmm. And then good, you gotta, good luck. And you gonna yeah, make, give it a shot? What are they gonna put Dre on Sabonis? Job, yeah. pray to God they do. <laughs> Fourteen, <laughs> ten, and eight, and that's on the general day. <laughs> Uh, and don't forget, Harrison Barnes is on the King squad. He won a championship with Golden State, so he knows the system as well. Yeah, bro, they they about to go in. And then the depth is there. I mean, Golden State got depth too, but it's like, bro, I just really like this Sacramento team. And they, they're not – they don't come across as one of those teams, as I said before, that they're just happy to be here. They, they're coming in as like a potential threat. And the only reason why people don't consider them a threat right now is because – it's like, oh well, they the Warriors are the defending champs. But if they played anybody else, they'd be like, oh, that's a scary matchup. They can score too. Yeah. Man, they just can't play defense, just like the Warriors been struggling with. Hey man, don't, don't but they let... when it comes to scoring, they're gonna keep up with Golden State. Yeah. Don't let Kevin and... Monk get hot, boy. Yeah. And and they're and Darren Fox is leading, you know, the votes for you know, being the clutchest player of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really going to be – the first two games are going to be very telling with the Warriors' road struggles. If they're able to get one of those first two games, I think they'll be okay. But if they drop the first two, I, I can see the Kings taking it, definitely. No, I honestly, I don't even think it takes two. If, if the Warriors – I'm so hell-bent, like, the Kings have to win game one. If Warriors win game one, then they're the Kings are in trouble. Mm. You can't give them confidence off rip. Like, yeah, they can get confidence by winning game two or game three, but you give yourself a boost when it's just like, hey, we really can't hang with these guys, you know, and really putting a cement 
and like, hey, we're the number two seed for a reason. Right. You're playing with house money. You take game one. I see. I see your point there because that's especially important for a young team, right? Right. That first, yeah, I see your point there. Um, and then we'll wrap up the. Oh no, we're gonna go on the east side here. Uh, Sixers, Nets. What y'all think? Sixers and five. Sixers and five. <laughs> Sixers and four. Not Sixers and five. I think I think we might get a good Mikael Bridges game. Got to get get the Nets one. Now, I think he's going to have a good. You need a good uh, Dinwiddie game. Dinwiddie game. Cam Thomas. Hey, they don't play Cam Thomas because he takes too many shots to get too many buckets, allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a, there's something going on between him and Coach. Jock Vaughn's an idiot. That's what's going on. <laughs> what do you he's, mean? He made the playoffs. He said he took 29 shots, right? Got 46 points. He's Why did this man make 16 or 17 of them? And he said, well, we don't got that many shots for him. Dude, he shot over 50%. Shut up and do the math, you analytical dummy. He got 46. <laughs> like, do the math. He shot like 55%. Why are you tripping? We're going to see. Because I think in order for them to be competitive, they have to give him minutes and shots. Can't tell them. They have to. Uh, they don't have the luxury because they're not that deep of a team. So they got to they gotta flex what they got. Mm-hmm. Uh, buckets. That's what they need to put in. It's the uh, buckets. Oh, it's over. We're going to jump to the, uh, to the West. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies versus the Los Angeles Lakers. This is, should be another good series. Which y'all, who y'all got in this one? Man, give me the Lakers, Lakers in six. Man, give me the Lakers in uh, give me the Lakers in seven because I feel like uh, somebody gonna blow a game like an idiot. I, I'm saying Lakers in six, and I want to say five because of Dylan Brooks. I think they're just like him oh! chirping. It's just like, oh, let's really put you in your place. I forgot he was playing. He's so boo-boo. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Lakers and six. Crank. I'm tripping. Oh, yeah. He about to try and guard. God knows who. That he going to try to guard. He going to try to guard Brian. Because, oh, yeah, Brian I like who? to you know, I have that match. Brian who? Bronny James? <laughs> yeah, I better hey, look you know, He's better uh, than some players in the league out. right now. Uh, yeah. I'm I just want to know. I just want to know what AD is going to be looking like this series. He's the key to the series. If he has a solid series, they'll win. Bro, he- I don't think so. I, I I just think Bron is going to be like, well, one, I, Bron is probably going to be like, I want to wrap this up as fast as possible because there's a possibility we'll be playing what that they're playing Golden State or Kings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it's like, Next series, we're going to have to run day and night. I need to wrap this up in four. I think the the Memphis is good enough to get to, um, but I wouldn't be shocked if Lakers took it in five. Because I know Brian trying to get as much rest as possible. So the interesting thing about this is that you have Memphis as the two seed, but everybody picking the Lakers as the seventh seed. And the Lakers barely won the play-in game against a Minnesota team without Rudy Gobert. You can say what you want. He's still at least an interior presence to get rebounds. Mm-hmm. And 
And, and so they had to go. Minnesota had to basically give them the game through their own stupidity and a little help from the refs, but mostly their own stupidity. Is Steven Adams hurt? Yeah, he he nope. can't be able to play. Yeah. Clark aren't going to be able to play. Uh, Lakers and Sticks. Man, I hope y'all wrong about that. I really do hope y'all wrong. Don't worry, we won't be. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to the last one here, y'all. Celtics, Hawks. Celtics and three. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no faith in the Hawks. Yeah, Celtics got, and four. Yeah, I, I got Boston and five. Yeah, it's just. It's, it's Boston and four, and Trey Young is traded in the offseason to Portland. Ooh. I'm playing. He ain't getting traded. He better not get traded to Portland. Yeah. Nah, they, they, nah, they'll try to make it DeJounte's team, I think. Yeah, good luck with that. Very, very. Hey, there, there was somebody else. There was like somebody put like trades together, and they said, uh, Trey Young for for Paul George straight up, you know the Clippers has been looking for a point guard forever, mm-hmm. and having two, like you know two way players like Dejounte and Paul George, I mean, Dejounte is a guard but he's built like a wing, so you pretty much got like two wing defenders. Would that work though with Trey Young? Why? Yeah, because they need because. I mean, he can facilitate, and that's what – he can facilitate and he can put up points. So, that's what they needed the whole time. That's a lateral move. He ain't going to do that much better. You know what? Instead of first round, they'll get to the second. I think it's a, it's a good move for the Clippers, but it's a bad move for the Hawks. Uh, because then they're going to be without a playmaker – like that level of playmaker. Whoa, Dejounte is a great playmaker, but he's not as good as Trey Young is, though. Is what I'm saying. So like, they kind of take a step back in playmaking, but like a step up in defense. Yeah, but they, but the Clippers take a big step back in defense because Trey can't guard nothing. Man, but also, um, I don't know, man. Like Paul George is is one of the top five. Uh, two-way guards of all time. What? What? Wait. No, that's, no, that's that's according that's according to Paul George himself. He said that. Oh, he didn't have too many injuries. One of them probably was a head, a brain injury. We ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> you know what? When he broke his leg, it was a compound fracture, and you know some of the blood oh, and circulation wow. went into his brain, right? <laughs> We don't know if he truly recovered from that. So, like, hey, hey, Coach K, y'all really got eliminated in in, in Pat Bev fashion. I'm cool with that. That's what I wanted when I when I kept saying it was over. That's what I was talking about. I'll- Kimmy Butler. <laughs> oh man! All right. Hey man. We 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 go. We're going to move to the NFL real quick. Uh, Coach Pace, this is on you, buddy. OBJ to Baltimore. We know OBJ is one of your favorite players. What do you think about this move, and what do you think it does for the Lamar Jackson decision? It does absolutely nothing 
for Lamar Jackson unless they plan on getting that contract done. Now for OBJ. Listen, I don't really care what happens because they're stupid enough to sign him for a one-year 18. Get your money, son. That's all I really care about. Get your money because you've been deserving of it for a while. You just have these freak injuries. So if a team is stupid enough to give you $18 million and 15 of it guaranteed up front, hey, I'm all for it. And then some of the incentives, like if Lamar comes, he's hitting all those. Yeah. That's the thing. If Lamar is there, he's hitting all those. Lamar should not be there. If Lamar is there and he gets hurt, that's his own fault. But listen, man, shout out to OBJ for finessing and getting his money after a whole year off after a torn ACL. I don't even know that. I don't even yeah. that don't even make sense. Yeah, two, two to the same. Two to the same pay, Yeah. They'd rather pay an injured receiver rather than a healthy quarterback. That says it all for the Ravens right there. That's it. <laughs> Get the hell up out of there. That's man. what I because I would always want, like, because obviously they boys, right? So, like, you know, I'm trying to think about if it was us, right? And we was talking about then this situation was happening with us. OBJ said, of course, he said all the right things during his press conference. So, he did, I think he did an excellent job of handling that. Um, no, he didn't. He said he was an underdog. Odell ain't never been no underdog, man. Get, get it. You think he, he, he meant, like, underdog now, like, coming off of injury? Like, people aren't believing in him as much because of, his injury? No, we all believe in him. We just don't believe he can stay healthy. There's that's two different things. You like your body breakdown. Like we believe in Chris Paul. We just don't believe Chris Paul gonna be healthy. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's what he's kind of alluding to is just like, you know, I can show. I'm gonna show them that I can still be healthy and produce. Yeah, no, you can't. And I think it's not. And he had. He is an underdog and has been an underdog for years. And it's not by the players is by the is by the owners because he knows what everybody believes he has a value but his value is truly based on the market that the owner set for him so if nobody's offering him money and we all view this uh this 18 million dollar deal with the ravens was a money grab for him lets us know that the people in the front office is like Nah, yeah, he's not worth that much. So that's why he feels like an underdog. It's like, oh, so none of y'all want to pay me? No. No, nobody. That's why he was right in his right to say that he's an underdog. Because you said that he's he hasn't been an underdog ever in his life. And clearly he feels that way by the deals people try to sign him to. Because nobody wants to sign a t- like two ACLs and he blew out his Achilles, I think. Man, yeah. who's signing that? That's why I'm – but all I'm doing is arguing the point of you saying he's never been an underdog. And I'm saying, yes, he is based on that. Hmm. I guess I'll let it slide, but that's a – that's, that's if you're trying to reach for something. I see both sides of that. So, like, the, the intriguing thing about it is it's funny because when this first happened, everybody's like, oh, Lamar definitely going. You think OBJ going to sign if Lamar ain't going to go? And now the whole narrative's changed where, like, and OBJ said to himself, like, hey, Lamar didn't promise anything. You know, of course I want him here, but he didn't promise anything. And so it always gets my mind going, like, all right, if I was in that situation and 
one of y'all was OBJ, and I'm sitting here like, listen, I'm going to hold out for as long as I can. I'm going to see if they're going to bend, right? But I want you to go because I'll, I'll, I'll be there. But I can't show my cards. So you just got to tell people that I'm still in the same situation I'm in now, right, though you're there. Because I don't want them to get all full of themselves like they all oh, they did me a favor, right? So you say that, and then we're going to see if they bite off of that and move. But I have full intention of being there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's the conversation that happened, or he's like, listen, OBJ, I'm glad that they gave you your money, bro. You deserve it. And I hope I could be there for you and help make all those incentives happen and everything like that. Um, I love to be there, but it depends on what they do from now, between now and the draft. I, or if that was the conversation that happened. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of intrigued to see which one of those actually occurred. It's the latter, because this is exactly how the conversation went. He's like, oh, you know, he's been saying for years he would love to play play with Aaron Rodgers. He probably looked at that Packers contract. And I was like, uh, okay, still just like because he's waiting for Aaron just like he's waiting for Lamar. So it's like, uh, okay, well, that's, that's a decent contract. Then the Ravens come and they're like, here, we got 18 million, you know, 15 guaranteed rest incentives. Yeah, homeboy, I know he's doing – they doing you wrong right now, but – I gotta take this money. I mean, what other opportunities is he gonna get? What other? I'm looking at what other. Uh, the Ravens aren't going. I feel like the reason they did that is like, what other wide receivers are going to go there? Like mm-hmm. with the quarterback situation, like, like, I mean, you don't know if Lamar is going to come back or, and like, who wants Tyler Huntley throwing to you? So, Boy, he stinks. Mud listen, water. bro, you <laughs> can you can draft. That that's their issue is that they keep waiting. Just draft a receiver, but they always they're a defensive team. So like they like to draft a bunch of defensive players early, but it's like y'all need a receiver, y'all needed one for years. Yeah, they ain't have one since Steve Smith. Mm-mm. Yeah. And he was on a back end. <laughs> it, it's funny they keep drafting all these defensive players, but then giving up all and blowing all these fourth quarter. Dude, so, what? <laughs> and then blame Lamar for blowing the lead. Like, bro, I had y'all, I had y'all up seventeen in the fourth. Like, come on, bro. If you up seventeen in the fourth, your defense got to find a way to close that game, right? Like, not, bro, no question. Because mm-hmm. it's not well, like, and then what makes it worse is like, it's not like Lamar was out there and he just threw hella picks and yeah. brought them back into the game. It's like. Okay, we stalled out on offense, but we killed some. We killed some clock for y'all, or we got y'all three to, because they just scored and to make it, you know, a ten point game. We just got us a field goal to make it thirteen. Like y'all just handle that, and y'all just keep blowing the lead. Like nah, mm-hmm. uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least they got a nice, uh, nice tight end. But that's where he gonna go? He probably up out of there too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame Mark Andrews one bit. Uh, and so that that speaking of Lamar, that's going to lead us to a next topic. So Ben Roethlisberger on record this week on a podcast on his podcast, and and a lot of people are are focusing on the language that he used to describe this, but it was kind of out of left field the way that it was brought up, at least the way the soundbite was. So he was basically saying that no one fears Lamar Jackson from the pocket. And so people were focused on that word fear 
as a contribution to the narrative that this man can't throw the ball, which I don't understand why that's still out there. Because um, he's black. Right. And, and then people are looking at Ben like, well, bro, like actually Lamar has a better completion percentage from the pocket than you did in your career. Mm-hmm. And you weren't even really a pocket passer. You was out there scrambling, playing backyard football, making backyard. Right? Because that's what made you great. So, but, but why are you pointing to this? But people knew that they couldn't just let you sit in the pocket either. And I think Lamar is the same way, except he's more explosive with his legs than Roethlisberger was. And, and so people are focused on the Roethlisberger career side of things and the word fear in this equation and the narrative that's been placed on Lamar. So what do you all think about the Ben Roethlisberger comments? Um, are people tripping over these and, and blowing it out of proportion, or do you think there's something to it? He a hater. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. Listen, they fear Lamar's arm. They don't fear his receivers. There's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. Like, we just going to throw his MVP season out the, out the door. Like, and it's, they're acting like this man. First of all, they're, he's talking, and people have this, like, this outlook and this perception of Lamar, like he has, like he has seasons like Daniel Jones had this year. Right, right. Like, no, I'm actually putting up yardage, passing yards. I'm actually putting up touchdown. Like, um, I can put up thirty, you know, touchdown passes in a season, not like you know, seventeen, and then run for like five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did more than Daniel Jones did in the entire season. <laughs> no, the, the definition of a quarterback has changed. I don't know why these guys think you got to be a sit back in the back, pocket pass, pocket passer. Like nobody does that anymore. If you're a great QB, you don't do that anymore. You got to be able to scramble. Use your legs because if you can't, you're a sitting duck. There's no more yeah. pay meetings. No more Tom Brady's. Tom Brady got sent home miserably. Yeah, like the the just look at the top quarterbacks from back then and the top quarterbacks now. You mentioned Tom Brady, Peyton, Eli, Phillip Rivers was one of the, the good quarterbacks. Like, and then now you have Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. All these quarterbacks are mobile. Yeah. They're getting you three to five hundred yards per season of rushing, just because they have to. Like, outside of maybe Joe, but I still think Joe will get you lower three hundreds or something like that because he has to run. But like, bro, they have to use their legs. Like, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, and then and on top of that, out of all the quarterbacks, the mobile quarterbacks that I mentioned, all of them have receivers. Yep. Ooh. Each and every one of them. Ooh. Hey, yeah. Ben had what? Two? Hold on. Three? Well, he ain't gonna get in it because he shot himself. He had two <laughs> Hall of Fame receivers. Classical burst. <laughs> yeah, he had two Hall of Fame receivers, bro. One of them not gonna get in because he, I mean, his brain cells is gone. But AB, yep. Yeah, he's had two Hall of Fame receivers, a bunch of other talent like. Heinz Ward, Heinz Ward, yeah, oh, he's a, yeah. Uh, Heinz Ward, Antonio. Martavis. Yep, Sant. Oh my God, Santonio. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Martavis. Yep. Uh, who else? He didn't have Heath Miller. Wallace. Mike Wall. Dang, Mike Wallace was crazy. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, bro. He didn't have some dudes. And still had and still had a better first five years than uh Ben Roethlisberger had. Mm-hmm. Ain't that a shame? Yeah, yeah all really? he all and the best he has is Mark Andrews, who's what he's arguably what third third fourth in like best tight end in the league right now. But the gap is so large between one and two. It's like Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and then a huge gap, and then you can start talking about other tight ends. Yeah, it, I think Mark Andrews is a little underrated, if you ask me. But I definitely understand not, that he's under. Right. Yeah, he's underrated, but like. There's the gap between the and then you can throw Darren Waller within. So I'll probably put Darren Waller at three, but that gap is just so large that having Mark Andrews doesn't even seem like a flex. Like you're like, oh yeah, I got a top five tight end. And like, yeah, but it in actuality he's like, you know, eight, nine, because you can give four, three spaces to to Travis and Kittle. I just, I just need uh, Roethlisberger to shut the hell up. That's all. And, so, and he had when he started his career, he had Jerome Bettis as his running back. I about to say we ain't even get the running backs. Jerome, a uh, prime Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell, like come on, man. Willie Parker, who was nice when he was there. Oh, man, they 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 just got Najee Harris. Like, man, yeah. So. Yeah, I I thought I thought it was a little out because for me I was just like, why? Why are you talking about this? Like, makes no sense. Makes no sense. Yeah, like because for some people it's like, well, if you listen to the full thing, he was asking a direct question. I'm like, oh, okay, I get he was answering a direct question. And this one, I don't think he was. I think he just came out with that. Like he had something sitting on his heart, and he woke up and was like, yeah, we'll talk about this. You know what it is? He was paid by the league. It was a paid ad. But nobody really cares about what Ben said. Yeah, I haven't cared about Ben <laughs> since ever. Because now people are going to be like, oh, look, even Ben doesn't think he he's a, like, people fear him in the pocket. And it's like, nah, y'all pay him to say that. Shut up. Nobody, nobody fear Ben Roethlisberger. And this was a paid ad by the NFL. <laughs> NFL approves this message. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they're over here doing a whole smear campaign because they know that that man deserves the money. This is crazy. All this stuff that's like weighing on top of of Lamar and this this contract, man. It's just wild to see. It's just wild to see. All right, we're going to get y'all up out of here. We're going to close it out, show you how to spend your money this weekend with a little bet basketball edition. All right, Coach Murph, Coach Pace, what do you got for us this weekend? Listen, I got – Clippers covering that seven-point spread. A small part of me, because I feel like this has a potential to be a quick series, and I feel like game one is the best shot the Clippers have to get a dub on the board. So, because, I mean, you'll have Kawhi fresh. You don't have to worry about him playing in the next, you know, two, three days. And then, because I just – he can there's a high potential of him to progressively get worse as the series goes on, especially with no Paul George, because he's gonna have to do a lot on both ends. So I think they'll cover. A small part of me thinks they'll win, but I'm gonna be on the safe side. 
Uh, I got DeJounte hitting his over on points and assists, which is 24 and a half. Had a terrible play in game shooting wise, but I feel as though that he's about due for a good game. And that's 25 isn't hard to hit for him. Mm. And lastly, is a Lakers win. They take game one against Memphis. Oh boy. That's that's the big one for me right there. That's the big yeah, one. That is the big one. I think your other two are rock solid. That one is possible. It's a big one. Very, very possible. Coach Pace, what do you got on yours? Um, so just looking at it, I just did mine. Um, so I'm going with you know what? I'm gonna do it anyway because I really believe I'm not confident. I got uh I'm taking Boston. Their spread minus nine. I like them just because they're gonna come out they healthy. Yeah, we're about to get them out the way early. They about to make a statement real quick. Why do you have that trash on Kenny? Kenny, why you Dude, got, why you got your Zeke jersey on now? You what dis- I talk you about dis- the Cowboys? You disrespecting my segment. <laughs> right. Coach Pace over here trying to give us insight. He trying to be analytical so people can get get their paper up this weekend. On top of that, you got a trash running back on too. Yeah, I said it. Bro, he's a don't talk about Coach Murph's new uh, running back. Now he's hey. an unemployed running back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you need and to go back and get an OSU jersey, dude. Nick Seriani already said he's like, nah, we're good in our running back room. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So I got I got Boston minus nine because they covering that spread. I got Sacktown winning tomorrow night. Mm. And then I got, as Coach Murph said, I got a LA Lakers win. Oh, y'all both got the Lakers in game one. Mm-hmm. Get them out there. You're lucky I could hey. Let me see if I can add another one. I'm about to add Brian over. Mm, mm-hmm. I like this. Brian over 25. You can add that. That could be the fourth. Brian over 25. Mm. And I bet you I hit. Boy. Uh, Coach, Coach K, what, between the two bets, which one do you think? Lakers. No, you like Coach Pace's. Ticket or do you like Coach Murph's ticket? I'm gonna go with Coach Murph. Come on, bro. DeJounte, he gonna easily have like a 20 and 8 game. So that's over 25 points and assists. We both got the Lakers win, so you can negate that. And then Clippers covering the spread. I already gave you the science. They 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 have to push to get this lead against the Suns. And coming off of this break is the best chance. This is the best Kawhi you'll probably get all series in game one because that first win, they have to be desperate. Hey, man, just know when I hit, don't ask me for no advice. (laughs) (laughs) When I hit, baby, I'm telling you. But nothing that you have affects me. So who said that we, we both can't hit? Yeah, y'all both get y'all both get the Lakers get that game. But the thing is, you're betting against Memphis, 
and you're betting against Golden State. That's a yeah, I am. Get them up. Yeah, absolutely. The Kings about to let everybody know tomorrow my, night. I hope they do. I literally, literally, my my risky pick. You would consider the Lakers win, but it's not that risky as it sounds. The fact the Kings. You're not worried it. about Dejounte. You're not worried about the Clippers in Game One. What? Bro, I got them covering the spread of seven. Was, I didn't pick them to win. Oh, you just got them covering the spread. I mean, yeah. this, I mean you might as well pick the, pick the money line with the Warrior. It's minus one and well, plus yeah. one. That's, like I know that's what I would honestly I would consider picking the over on points more than anything. Man, sack time getting a dub tomorrow. I'm telling y'all, they not about to play with the Warriors. They've been hearing all the talk. Yeah. They all think they chop liver. That's why you said I would take the points because you think they chop liver. I don't think that – I picked them chop, to win the series. Chop I'm just suit. saying that the safer the safer bet would be to bet the, the over on points than to pick them to win. They're going to win. I, I, I guarantee. Oh, no. He did the top star <laughs> guarantee. Oh, God. Warriors in four. Warriors in four. He just <laughs> Every time Barkley do that, he loses. Every time. I ain't, Bar- I ain't Charles. <laughs> I ain't Charles. Never lost. I'm like LeVar. Never lost. Even when I lost. You ain't got it on video. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's our show for tonight. I hope y'all had just as much fun. We did. Y'all stay blessed and stay safe. Coach JP3 signing off for the cho- Coach's Box on behalf of Coach Murph, Coach Pace, and Coach K. Peace, y'all.